another episode of Citation Needed, the history podcast that has that seagull problem under control, but now if we could just get more gold. Mm. My name's Colin Dunphy, and with me as always... It's Ryan Buckley. And Jonathan Graham. And we like to tell weird stories from history, or weird things that we found, because we like history, and like telling other people about the weird things we read. Uh, we don't really get all the dates and all the historical stuff completely right. I don't, most of the time, I think we got this narrative right, but mm-hmm. we just don't bog it down with the things that might not be interesting. Um, so we actually title, listen to each other, unlike the, our friends. Yeah. <laughs> the title of the show, I mean, kind of... Should be a warning. Should open yeah. the door, yeah. 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 Um, today, I'm going to be telling a story from history that's exactly in that vein. There is... Li- there's, a, there's a lot to get into, but there's nothing... And it's absurd, and I, there's no point to it, but there's, it changed the world. I don't know how to explain it. I'm going to tell the story of the first Duke of Buckingham. Um, his real name is George Villers, or George Villers, I don't know. I'd give him a more fancy French pronunciation that first time, which is totally wrong. Um, <laughs> of Buckingham. I'm, I'm going to call yes. him the Duke of Buckingham from this point in time, sure. or just Buckingham, George? because... No, I'm going to call him Buckingham. Okay, there, there's a lot <laughs> of like real easy names to get. And there's a lot of Charles and James, yeah. and so mm-hmm. I'm going to just call him Buckingham to give him some flash. Sure. And besides, this is a flashy man. He deserves, <laughs> if anything, a little bit of flashiness. Um, I'm just going to give you the date to ground him, uh, and that's it. Uh, the time that he was in office and in like power and in control kind of thing is uh, 1616 to 1628. So that's, okay. that's the dates I'll use. Other than that, I'm, I'm losing it from there. Cool. So, the Duke of Buckingham, <laughs> born into a minor house, just a small little minor house, uh, but he's a good-looking guy. Like a one-story, okay. a two-story? Uh, just uh, I'm going to say a two-story. Two-story minor he, house. He had a minor gentleman as a father, and he had a, his father had a sir. <laughs> a in, minor gentleman. A minor gentleman. <laughs> and his father had a sir, so you know, that's pretty good. Right. And you get a sir in front right. of your name, right. that, that's pretty good. All right. But the main thing to take out of his youth is that he learned how to dance and fence really well, and he was really good at dancing, and I've got a lot of quotes on this guy, (laughs) and I'm going to read them directly as they are because they're so stupid. Because this is a time where England, it's like a crime to be gay, obviously, like super not good, like you're going to get hung up for that. Um... Yay, England. And yet, as you see, there's going to be a lot of hypocrisy coming out in this story. So this is the description of him as a young man. The handsomest bodied man in all of England. Oh my. His limbs so well compacted, his conversation so pleasing, and of so sweet a disposition. So He sounds like a great guy. I somehow knew disposition was going to come up at that. Yes. So uh, he catches the eye of King James the First, the king who is in charge of this point. What does a well compacted limb look like? What does that mean? Does that mean like he's ripped, or does that like what yeah, does that it's mean? Like sinewy, or well, yeah. you can see a lot of pictures of him um, because because uh, he's pretty, because he's pretty, <laughs> and because once he comes into power, he is a real patron of the arts, like a real patron of the arts. Okay. But all of them involving himself in mythological paintings, like that uh, that inspire, like usually Greek myths, that okay. kind of would have something to do with him being like awesome yeah uh, right. really glorious but like something that would like point to him as being more than human like a yeah. he really liked that sort of stuff hmm. so there's a lot of paintings of him looking hot um <laughs> so hot right now. so hot right now so he catches the eye king james um who's the king and king james uh, i'm gonna do a little quick um sidebar over into king james king james 
totally gay. That's all you need to know about him. I'm not going to get into the like, running of King James. Uh, he, he had a lot of favorites. Sure. Favorites of the court that mm, sure. he would uh, give great honors to and they would become major power players. That's what they call it. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, there was a guy who was in court, uh, one of his current favorites, and once... Uh, once our Duke of Buckingham caught the eye of King James, they decided that they were going to use this guy to get rid of the current King's favorite, who had fallen out of favor with the court. So um, they see this as an opportunity, and they basically crowdfund uh, <laughs> to get him clothes and like get him a bunch oh. of nice clothes and like up oh, his they status. They pretty woman him. They pretty woman him. <laughs> um, and they lobby the hell out of uh, the king to get him a job as a cupbearer because the cupbearer is allowed to oh. talk to the king. Oh my! So like you know he's gonna come into direct interaction. They they pretty woman the hell out of him. Bears, king bears the cup. Super gay, uh, as I said. Cups the bears. And quickly there was a poem, a well known poem. That said, and this is this indicates how crappy poems were at England at this point in time. <laughs> it is known the King of England fucks the Duke of Buckingham. That's, that's a statement. That's, that's, a poem. Poem. that's beautiful. <laughs> that's beautiful. Nice little poem. <laughs> yeah. so, it's, very free, it's very free form. Yeah, it's very like yeah. I, don't, I like well, it. How yeah. many how many lines did that take? <laughs> It doesn't have to be a fancy poem. It can just be. It can be as simple as just that. And these would be passed around on like pamphlets, basically, like just like handwritten pamphlets, being like poems about the king. Um, so uh, Buckingham starts going to masked dances, which were like the rave back yeah. then. And he's showing his awesome moves, and everyone's genuinely stoked on this guy's dance moves. Like it's it's written down a bunch of times. That he's really good what at the dancing. What's happening right now? There's so many quotes about how good he is at dancing and how the king loved his dancing. And uh, it sounds like he's just had great footwork. He's fencing and dancing. I think that like, they were probably like footwork connected. Was on point. Sounds I, just like a very coordinated guy. Uh, yeah, totally. Very nimble. Nimble dude. <laughs> you know that about American him for Ninja sure. Warrior kind of guy. Like great. So, <laughs> I don't know about that. We're maybe not that. Yeah, man. Like, he seems just so, like, agile and outgoing. Those guys are all super outgoing, too. They probably are. They're, they got to bro out pretty you hard to be like, show, I'm going to swing like, around yeah. from place. So, so positive. Maybe yeah. think of that guy, like, a body frame with a well-compacted American Ninja Warrior guy <laughs> dancing like you've never seen yeah. in a cool mask. Who and wants the, to king the king is like, oh, yeah, I'm into it. <sighs> So, um, I'm going to use this moment real quick because he's moving up the court at this point in time in his life. He's going through, like, basically what I think is the stupidest bunch of acclaims <laughs> that you can get. Because one of the things he's named as is the gentleman of the bedchamber. Oh my. Because these are the guys who... It's pretty, um, it's pretty obvious. Any more overt it's like, that's pretty straightforward. Yeah. yeah. But this is a genuine, like, like you get a, a ribbon and you get a title and it's be it all comes, it's the same as the Privy Council. These come from the people who were close to the royalty. The gentlemen of the bedchamber were the people who put the king to bed and guarded over him when he sleep. So they were on um, like they when before oh, it was an okay. official title, it was just the guys who knew what the king wanted because the king was like having a hard time going to sleep and he's like, I don't know if I should go to war with France or not. And they'd be like, King, you should go to war with France. And eventually they figured out that this was like a real 
asset and, and a role in the government. So it becomes the gentleman of the bedchamber or the privy council is another one. Those uh, were the guys who wiped the king's ass and like helped him sure. poop and pee and pull up his pants and do his little laces. That's hard. Um, that's and hard those so. guys were privy to information and that's where the information uh, like the privy council came from mm. and i don't like that because it's gross and stupid that's and a gross. weird way to decide how to get government is the guy who wiped your butt is now like one of your major advisors he also becomes a knight of the garter another order that's super important at this point in time in terms of like who holds political power in england uh, knights of the garter they were an order of knights supposedly kind of just to be chivalrous um, started because at one point in time, at a dance, a girl's garter slid down her leg. So and, is that kind of and, okay? And the king at the time was said to have either gone, like, Ooh, let me help you, and like helped her, um, <laughs> um, and like hid her shame. Or alternatively, and I like this one, quickly just yelled, and no one think evil of it! <laughs> <clears throat> and everyone was like... Good, 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 good. We we were going there. No, we should. We should start an order. We should make this part of the government, I suppose. (laughs) So the Knights of the Garter were incredibly important, and the fact that he he became a Knight of the Garter was uh, like part of the way that helped him become eventually Master of the Horse and Admiral of the Navy. So um, yeah, this is all on his ascent. Is he gay? Um, just about to get into that. Okay, just about to get into that. So, his relationship with uh, King James I is super well documented for some reason. (laughs) Like, I don't know why there's so much information that you can directly read and that I will read to you. Well, if they were throwing out, you know, those lovely pieces of literature earlier on, then I'm sure there's plenty more where that came from. So, here is a personal uh, account from just a court, kind of courtier of that time wrote that uh, King James never yet saw any fond husband make so much or so great dalliance over his beautiful spouse as I have seen King James over his favorites, especially the Duke of Buckingham. Um, This is another contemporary saying, The king sold his affections to the Duke of Buckingham, whom he would tumble and kiss as a mistress. um, Uh, Here's a quote by King James himself to the Privy Council. In 1617, he said, You may be sure that I love the Earl of Buckingham more than anyone else and more than you who are assembled. Okay. Way, way to feel valued. Yep. Go team. Um, <laughs> here's a letter to Buckingham from the king who said, God bless you, my sweet child and wife, and grant that ye may ever be a comfort to your dear father and husband. Meaning himself. Okay. Father, um, father and husband? Because he's the father of the land. Yeah, he's the king. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, 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 he's a real sugar daddy. Buckingham wrote back, I naturally so love your person and endure all your other parts, which are more than any one man had. Nice. Oh. I will live and die a lover of you. Nice. Here's my personal favorite. (laughs) (laughs) But wait, there's more. Buckingham uh, provides evidence that he gave in to the king's passion. Uh, This was in a letter that he wrote to the king. He pondered... Whether you loved me now, better than at the time, which I shall never forget, at Farnham, where the bed's head could not be found between the master and his dog. (laughs) Basically, it's like, we were banging so hard you couldn't find the bed head, because we were all tangled up. 
So, yeah, he was both. <laughs> it really does sound like, yeah, the, the King James just didn't give a shit. He was just owning it. Yeah, he was just, but it was super s- fabulous king. Yeah. But it was super against the rules, and everybody was getting killed. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's in a, a, a very Christian society here. Uh, such blatant hypocrisy bothers me. Because, you know, yeah. own it, king. Own it. Be like, oh man, I love it. He's saying it to the Privy Council. He's, He's everybody. rallying his boy saying, I love him more than all you. Like, that's, <laughs> that's just real good, solid king love. Just, like just carving like, a little yeah. heart into his desk. Or just like a little J plus B forever. <laughs> Come on. Own it up. J plus G. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's man. basically right. he gained a bunch of influence uh, because sure. he was born of the king as you'd yeah. expect uh, he used this influence to better himself and his family given him a whole bunch of titles being a mm-hmm. corrupt dude as you'd expect he was actually involved in the rise of the philosopher Francis Bacon uh, and he, when Francis Bacon inevitably, or not inevitably, he was corrupt as well, and so I guess inevitably yeah. went down uh, for corruption charges. Birmingham didn't back him up because he didn't want to lose his spot yeah, in uh, royal favor. Okay, I was like, yeah, you, you did. Ba- oh, oh no. no. Um, he also Shit. because. <laughs> I'm horribly biased. He stole a whole bunch of land from the Irish and was super corrupt to the Irish because he was given control of the Irish and he took all the land for him and his family and he was super duper corrupt in Ireland in specific to the point where the, uh, the parliament launched a commission into his affairs. And okay. oh, Well, before we dive into that, how did he get to controlling Ireland? Because he's no. from the king. The king yeah. just gave it to him, yeah. Yeah, that, that's yeah. literally, like, if you read the ascent, like, just, like, how quickly his ascent was, it was like, he got the cupbearer position, and then he was the knight of the garter, and then he, all of a sudden he was uh, master of horse, <laughs> and then he owned Ireland, and then he was uh, the admiral of the naval, and it just, like, he just keeps going up and up and up and up and up, and it's because he's having sex with the king. Um... And also, um, when he was named the Duke of Buckingham, that gave him the exclusive opportunity to dance side by nice. side with the future prince, or the prince and future king, Charles I. Ah. And so he became super close with Charles I because, as we know about the Duke, that guy can boogie. Yeah. And <laughs> so uh, he's a major influence on Charles I, who we're going to talk about him a little later. Because um, right now, uh, we're still talking about the rise. Um, <laughs> so he's he's doing the corruption thing. James dies. And at this point in time, <laughs> uh, Buckingham is the only guy who keeps his position. Everyone else from James's council loses their position except Buckingham. Um, Buckingham also has a couple things before James dies. And this is like this kind of real speed up period. He has a real short time in office. It's 12 years (laughs) and he has all this happen. So, um, right before King James dies, he was actually supposed to be the guy involved with arranging the marriage for Charles the first. And, um, (laughs) in a way that only our boy can, he was sent to Spain to arrange the marriage with an infant. Like it was an infant that they were going to get this arranged to. So, and Spain was hypothetically on board. So this should have been easy. I can't see the infant putting up too much of, of fuss, but Buckingham was so crass and so horrible that, uh, it wrecked the whole thing to the point where the Spanish ambassador asked English parliament to kill Buckingham. And Buckingham. <laughs> Buckingham. Uh, so it didn't go well. Why was he so awful? I thought he was a smooth smooth operator. Maybe, um, maybe they didn't dance. Maybe it was the maybe dancing thing. Was, this was, was a little footloose. This was also him with power now. Oh, uh, okay. Like, uh, I, I read him as a guy who, like, had the boogie. Yeah. Like, yeah. used that to get up. And similar to Boogie Nights, 
he used like his sexual prowess and he reached incredible heights and he turned into like he, he bought his own hype right um okay and hmm. he uh he was known as pretty arrogant sure. um and like flouted his dress and he's a guy who paid people to paint him in mythological paintings the guy the guy was a difficult human being i think yeah um i think he just was a hot dude the king james was like give me that piece yeah um so uh when he was when he came back from that spanish thing he he was um you know should have been embarrassed but he gained a whole bunch of popularity because he declared that he was going to go to war with spain nice and everyone liked that (laughs) Um, <laughs> sure, why not? Uh, but then he lost all that popularity because when he did arrange a marriage for Charles I, it was to a Catholic French woman uh, that Protestant England was not very happy about at right. all. And he was also attached to a military failure around this time where everyone else but him uh, that was involved in the um, like decision-making of this was killed. Uh, mm. Except for him, he, right. he he got away without like killed by by the, the by, monarchy? by the or, monarchy for yeah. for screwing yeah. up. Yeah. Um, so this guy's untouchable. This guy's untouchable. Well, uh, let me get into how untouchable he is because now this is the period. This is this weird kind of sped up period where he's it trying to be like he's very touchable. Uh, oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the sped up time in between James and Charles. <sighs> anyway, Duke of Buckingham. Uh, he's. <laughs> He's he does the arranged marriages thing. Uh, he's has the Irish thing going on where he's super corrupt, and the uh, sure. there's going to be a commission launched into his affairs. James dies. Charles becomes king. Um, Charles is famous for being the king who uh, is killed by the people mm. um, and kind of gets rid of the absolute monarchy and makes it a constitutional monarchy. Um, so he's going to become super important in a moment. But during this period in time. Uh, where the commission was launched into his affairs into Ireland, uh, King Charles closed down Parliament twice when Parliament tried to start the <laughs> wheels of the commission going. Okay. And the commission inevitably went went nowhere. But this is where Charles starts getting the reputation for shutting down Parliament all the time and right. doing whatever the hell he wants. And it's because of Buckingham, because he's just doing it to cover Buckingham's ass. Um so Buckingham's incredibly unpopular by this point in time. He has these military failures, and he this is this is one of my favorites. Um, he tries to recreate Sir Francis Drake smashing of the Spanish fleet when Sir Francis Drake floated like took a little armada down, smashed right. uh, the fleet in harbor, and it was he actually seemingly spent a lot of time on this plan and came up with a pretty good like landing place. But the troops were so crappy, so ill, uh, ill-equipped, ill. I guess they were not loyal. They were just crap. Yeah, yeah they were yeah. bad because they, the first warehouse of wine they found, they all got drunk on the wine and didn't move forward anymore. <laughs> and then uh, they tried a couple like just like towns around where the wine place was, and they took those instead of going for the fleet. And then they had to limp home once their supplies ran out. <laughs> so. Parliament hates him and tried to impeach him twice by this point in time. Twice Parliament's been shut down. And it's, uh, like, the way that the, inevitably the, uh, they're often called the British Civil Wars, but they're kind of England's first big rebellion. 
um, where they change from an absolute monarchy to a constitutional monarchy is because Charles refuses to acknowledge the rights of the parliament. He constantly shuts them down. Whenever they want to get anything done, he, he says no. And he believes that he has the absolute right of God. Mm. And when they try him, he, he refuses to answer any of their questions saying, I don't even recognize your right as a trial. And inevitably he's beheaded. So is Charles banging him too? Uh, no, Charles I don't think is banging him. Charles okay. was yeah, just taught by him. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm and, and he, trying to figure out. But here. they're age contemporaries. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you've got that like childhood trust built up and you're blindsided to all their faults. And... Exactly. And this guy was his dad's lover. Like his yeah. dad's lover, his teacher, his probably like one of his closest friends because right. they were raised together. And you figure you're in a position where you can just get him off scot-free. Because you're appointed because by God. you're the king, so whatever. Yeah. Like, might as well do it. Everyone yeah. does as I say, so... Yeah. So this is where things really start going wrong after the Spanish stuff. Like that's kind of one of his last draws. Um, all of his paintings of him as a myth and a, and a wronged man that the gods like cursed instead of him didn't really convince the people. No. Um, and no. because he was so flashy and still went out to dress like really fancy, went out to balls and flaunted it himself. Uh, the people are starting to get mad at him, and a mob kills his doctor, tears him to bits because they think that the doctor is like making him a demon. Mm. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, nice try, guys. Nice try. Uh, you you missed. Yeah. Yes. Wrong guy. So the death of uh, the Jeez. the Duke of Buckingham, which I'm pretty sure you guys all would have seen coming a long way away. Uh, he's only like 36 when this happens. He's stabbed to death in a pub, the Greyhound Pub in Portsmouth in 1628 by a worker, ex-army man named John Felton. Uh, Buckingham's last words, I like trying to get good last words in here, like someone yeah. who dies funny. He mm. jumped up, he yelled villain and pointed at him, started to run after him, fell over and died. Okay. Um, so, right. you know, kind of an interesting one. John Felton uh, was passed up for a promotion, and that's why he killed Buckingham. It was just Buckingham oh. put one of his cronies in. It's nothing like a, like a revolutionary or somebody with ideals. It was just a petty grievance. Just pissed off. Yeah. He pissed off enough people, it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, inevitably, uh, you, you, he went. He was caught. Um, sure. And the, the Privy Council wanted to put him on the rack and torture him, uh, <laughs> but the judges were like, nope. Uh, you know what? We don't do that anymore. Uh, so also, pretty sure the mobs will have your heads. Yeah. So, uh, so they hung him, and they sent oh. the body back to uh, to London, I guess, to to be an example. They were gonna like put him up and be like, "Look, this is what happens to people who who kill people who who have fucked the king." Um, and instead, it became a big point of veneration, and people yeah, like, definitely. Uh, people he became an icon, and his dagger became like super important. There's tons <laughs> of poems about him. Uh, really bad poems that are like, an apple is best when you cut the core. George Felton did it. Buckingham's no more. Kind of like bad, really rough stuff. Well, at least they put some more effort into it than it the first It rhymes. <laughs> I, that's not even it. That's just one I came up with that is totally the spirit of. Uh, there's actually a huge epic of it that's really long and boring and of yeah. bad hilk. Yeah. But over and over and over again. Um, Buckingham uh, has a huge fancy tomb. Um, as you'd expect. Yeah. Here's my personal favorite twist on it. He has it inscribed, The Enigma of the World. Ooh. Oh my. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I think he's pretty nope. simple. He's a dancing man. He's a dancing <laughs> fool. He's just yep. licking the groove. 
Um, Georgie Porgy, the uh, the the super little sing song, right. uh, is That's supposedly him. could be about him. Ah, huh. um, and he's he's really uh, obviously a hated figure in English history because he's a dumb dumb. But I think he's representative of England of this time. Yeah, he, he's representative of all their hypocrisies, their dumb customs, how easy it was to get power back then, how arrogant they were, <laughs> how poorly they treated their like foreign relations, how blindsided they were about religion, how they treated others. Like it just, he's indicative of a lot of problems yeah. all in one human being, and uh, I think he helped push the English civil wars. Uh, way faster because yeah. I, I think this switch to absolute mm. monarchy to constitutional monarchy once you got a parliament in place is inevitable it's going to happen they want to be recognized as something real mm. and not just something that's allowed for like you know the people to be quiet yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I think it's inevitable but he by being such a difficult dick the parliament <laughs> one twice tried to get him kicked out or impeached even and he shut down forced Charles to shut down parliament that put a lot of strain on the relations between King Charles and his people but it's still Charles's fault. Oh, it's because, always Charles's yeah, fault. Yeah, no, absolutely. The way he handled it was ridiculous, but I think a lot of that probably comes from his upbringing, yep. taught specifically by this by guy. By this guy. By yeah. this dumb Duke of Birmingham, uh, who who only got there because he's a good dancer and hot. Yep. It's weird. He must have been pretty hot. He must have been really hot. There's some pictures here, and if I ever get around to doing, like... I'm probably not going to do these sort of things and throw in the stuff that we talk about in pictures. We don't have the listenership. <laughs> if you guys share it to your friends, I'll start working harder. These things could happen. Yeah, imagine the potential. Imagine yeah. the potential of me actually motivated. Oh my god. Okay, no, you I'm motivated. It. I love doing it. Thanks for listening, people. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like there's pictures of him in all over the place because he has a ton of paintings of, of himself. Of course he does. Yeah. Uh, just a. a there's a lot of documentation about this guy. Mm. It's the opposite of what you were talking about last time with the oral culture of Africa. Yeah, yeah. This guy, his correspondence is there. You can hear his dirty bed talk to yeah, King that's James. Gross. Yeah. Like it's very out there yeah. and open and everyone knew it, but they turned blind eyes and then would do something else in the name of religion while letting the king fuck whoever he wanted because why the king? Oh my god. Yeah. God England sucked back then. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really don't have much more to say on that one because this is just like Man, imagine if King James had just owned it and just been like hey guess what it's good to be gay wouldn't it have been just <laughs> like, wonderful just, like, for the world like, yeah. literally sat him on like the queen's throne next to him and was just like yo it's me and the duke and if that forever if and that was like, the case I think we'd read the duke of, Bur of Buckingham as maybe a more interesting figure but the and like like yeah. look, he came from such a minor place and he danced his way to the top it's i mean it's like it's like any other of these like women that end up in court because they're very pretty and and marry their way up it's, you know like these this happens all the time he's just another but, one but so, you know sometimes they have redeeming qualities i don't i'm yeah this guy just happens to be a shitty anything. one of those he, he, he has not he's a no, shitty he's... one of those guys that comes up but like i mean there were women in the same situation right yeah he did the same thing he but, just happens to be a dude a pretty dude a pretty dude like he had, like obviously we're speaking from this point in history's perspective but he had a, an amazing opportunity to further like a social agenda here that could have done is, anything yeah and seems like he's way too self-interested oh, to like oh, oh, oh. Do anything socially, though, is the problem, right? He was just like, he seems like really into himself. Self interest. Yeah, sure. self interest. Well, the portrait's so, like, enough of a clue. So is he, like, but he's, uh, so is he actually gay? Or do you think he just saw an opportunity to fuck his way up to the top? See, that's, see, it looks to me, when I read this, James is gay. 
Yeah. James well, Dawson. Yeah, because yeah, he, sure, he, he has yeah. the ability to, like, he didn't he didn't have to do this. No. Like, he and, saw a pretty dude and he wanted to bang him. And he had a big string of favorites and Buckingham's just the last of them. Yeah. Um. So, like, you know, that's... So, yeah, if there were others before this, then what? to what extent did they rise? And I, I assume Buckingham is, like, the forward. They were probably less ambitious than this guy was. Uh, right? This guy's, like... There was more. a bit of that, and there was also the fact that when, um, uh, like, what happened to um, Duke of Buckingham here is when one of them fell out of favor with the court, the court would conspire to get rid of that person with right. a new favorite. Uh, right, and, right. They go uh, find another pretty guy. And, I think Buckingham's secret was he just kept it tight. <laughs> He like you know as he kept it tight, he kept new moves. He learned new things. Uh, he tried like he hit the gym. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just spent a lot of time in the put gym. The work in. Yeah. Um, and yeah. kept himself there till the guy died. And by that point in time, he was in tight with the family. He's in good. Yeah. He's like the mm-hmm. stepdad. So. But but though, like, is he gay though? I don't think he's gay. You don't think I don't gay? I don't think he's gay because you. I think he also had a wife uh, and kids. Um, There's no like rumors of him screwing around with other guys. Uh, no, there's no other rumors of him screwing around See, with other guys. You would think James. that would happen if he's really into himself and he's really pretty, and and the king's either not around or whatever doing other stuff. Then you'd get you'd hear rumors of him like banging other dudes or him banging Charles. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, well, unless Charles is not um, no, Charles but is at the same time, yeah, I guess he's out finding a bride for trying Charles. to do it. <laughs> there's definitely other gay dudes in court yeah. at the time that he could be banging. Yeah, and I don't know. It seems like he's that good looking then. It seems like a lot of his vainglorious stuff is like kind of putting him as uh, kind of some connections with Venus here and there, and okay. like I think he thought of himself as just a hot piece of it's meat, a real as hot well. dude. Yeah, and if you're taught to dance a fence well, yeah. and you know you can, because that king, that king saw you, and he was like, you come over here, and he asked you to dance and be the cup bearer. The cup bearer, yeah, really, just get right in there and cup that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so England's dumb. <laughs> I want some English listeners. If you, if if oh. you're English listeners and you want to point me towards someone that you think I'm gonna like unequivocally, like there's somebody who you think is like a real champion of English spirit and uh, English cause, because Churchill isn't. Don't you throw that guy at me? He's the one. Though. Don't you throw that guy at me? <laughs> don't you black and tan me? That like guy. When you think it, about it, though, like he's the bulldog. Anyone who's so against Gandhi's kind of got a couple marks against him, hoping Gandhi's dying. He's not a great guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So give me someone better than Churchill. He's got that square grumpy face, though. I do. I don't even hate Churchill that much, but he's oh, not. Bones. He's not a good guy. No. no um, maybe maybe that is the. The guy, and that you have to take him more to all, and that's he's, part of he's it. He's England, man. That guy's England. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> we don't even have English listeners. If there are English listeners, or you know of someone, <laughs> point them my way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess this is probably a good enough place as anyone to wrap up this absolute slandry of uh, a whole country <laughs> that is for responsible for a lot of things I like. So you know, come on, fish and chips. Martin Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> a nice pint of bitter. There we go. Look, we all, we did a full circle. <laughs> we found some things we like. Uh, so that's going to wrap it up. Thanks to Johnny and Buckles. <laughs> no problem. Um, listen uh, to all our stuff on cbkhalifax.com, Facebook, Twitter. I'm, I think I'm going to start Instagram soon. I'm going to put up all, oh. of the, um, all of the old artwork. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I don't work that hard on it but I do work a bit on it I, yeah. and I want it's good some yeah. of it's really good, it's really yeah. good. and I, anyone who really wants to nerd out every painting that's in there is whoever said the story 
is going to have their head on the person that they talked about. Mm-hmm, yeah. I've made this incredibly strict rule for myself, and it's challenging because Trong Hung Dao only had a coloring book that I could get access to <laughs> that had that had pictures of him, and that wasn't a statue. There's not a lot of art coming out of Vietnam at yeah. that point in time. And to be fair, it would be great on Instagram because then you can see the whole picture because it's hard to find the whole picture. Sometimes it's usually interrupted really. by the SoundCloud yeah, it's logo good stuff or over something. It or whatever. It does. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I'm going to do that. So do check it. us out on Instagram too. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's just us being totally vague, you know. You're getting I a little see my face in the last one. Hmm. <laughs> little, peek, little peek behind the curtain at how vain we all are as well. Uh, and you know that with this one, I'm going to put my head on some mythological painting because oh, yeah. that's what Buckingham did. Oh, yeah. so, uh, Definitely. You're all getting that treatment too. <laughs> Tune in next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> Nice.